Welcome to Women Interviews. This is your host, Joanne French. What is Women Interviews all about? It's about where we talk to real-life women business owners about how they got started in business, what are some of their success stories, some of their failures, and most importantly, how all this can help you start your business or be more successful in the business that you're currently in. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Interviews Content Marketing Solutions. You can find them at www.interviews.com. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember, ladies, we got this. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. I'm really glad to have you on. Um, folks, we have Elizabeth Sanchez here, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about how she started her business and what she does. Um, Elizabeth is a holistic life coach, energy worker, and business consultant. Some of her core foundations um, that she incorporates into her success sessions are a combination of life and success strategies, essential oils, crystals, meditation. She's a Reiki master and um, spiritual provides spiritual guidance. And I know there's so much more to you than that little sentence there, Elizabeth, but um, if you do want to add to that, that would be terrific. But thanks for, for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. So much fun. It is. <laughs> So the, one of the reasons why I wanted to um, ask Elizabeth, and we know each other in real life, I attend um, her business luncheons every month. Um, it's called Magnificent Mamas. It's here in uh, Lower Slower Delaware, which it's okay to call it Lower Slower Delaware. That's what the locals call it in Sussex County, but we meet in Lewis, uh, Delaware, and She's really created a very nurturing um, women's business community down here. And I have have found it incredibly valuable. And I think she has a lot to add, not just, just on talking about business, but really how to not let your business drive you crazy <laughs> and how, which I've find difficult to do. And Elizabeth has helped me and everyone else is how to ask for help and how you can collaborate with uh, other people. So with that said, I'd also like to talk to you a little bit about how you made the leap into a holistic life coach and an energy worker. Cause I know you had a whole life before that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you. First of all, Joanne, for, um, asking me to, to participate in this podcast. And I do feel like I have a lot of life experiences to support and comfort, but not always take away the pain of what it, what it is to endure growing a business alongside of our families and our lives. And we are supposed to be here for enjoyment, right? not just the pain and what growing a business can can take away from us but i wanted it to find to help people find balance and i love to work with the mamas and that doesn't mean mama that you're raising a baby right now it could be mamas of all ages and stages and mainly the reason why was i had been in a network marketing company had um always had my my first business was in massage therapy i had a wellness practice and it was doing very well. It was already a six-figure income. It wasn't like I was trying to add more income, but I always thought, what would I do if I didn't do what I do? <laughs> it was my plan B. 
And as a very shy individual, I know you're probably finding that's hard to believe, but I truly, (laughs) it's taken a lot of work and personal growth and development, but I was that child that hid behind my mom. And even at a family party, I just didn't have the confidence, didn't have the comfort to step up into who I am and what I say in today's language to stand in your power. And um, so living behind that shell for so many years, I knew that when I grew my network marketing company, it was painful. It was hurtful. I, it was not me. It didn't align with my normal personality. And it, and I did figure it out and I became confident because I believed in what I offered. And so when, uh, the, company had changed and there was a lot of politics that were going on and it wasn't, I wasn't providing what I believed in any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had to get real with myself and I decided to leave the company. And here's the painful part on a financial level, that yeah. company was providing me with a, a um, $60,000 a month check. And I'm not one who really likes to throw money around, but you can understand that $60,000 a month income. Um, it was a get real, like, why was I leaving in? And I felt very disconnected and not in alignment with the company and the philosophy and what was going on with the company that that's where I wasn't going to be bought by money. And I wasn't going to be controlled by money. And so I took a really big inventory on what I loved and who I lo- who I was and loved about being in that company. And there were a lot of great things. And the great things were, um, besides the income, was that I loved inspiring and empowering and helping people become their best self. And so because they were on my team, it was easy to do, but the, the people who didn't have the confidence to build that business, because maybe it wasn't in their alignment to do, they, a lot of them struggled. And I saw a lot of people leave the company with debt and also less confidence or less self-esteem and less of a identity of who they were. So when I had that bathroom floor moment of what am I going to do if I don't do this, even though I still had my wellness practice, I had to really figure out what I love doing. And what I love doing was helping empower and inspire people to do what they love to do. And so that's when I decided to um, become a life coach. And why I call myself as a holistic life coach, because it's a lot about health and wellness, then and the head stuff. So once we get it all in alignment, we can really remove the obstacles that stand in your way to help you even see what it is that you want in your life. And so that's kind of in a, in a nutshell, how I got started and why I call myself a holistic life coach. So two, two questions. One, can you, I mean, I can't even imagine right now because I'm in startup mode, giving up a $60,000 a month check for, for almost anything right now. But I mean, but if you're in that situation where you're not, you're just not getting anything out of it, I completely understand and, and just uh, 
would like to pull something out of Wayne's world and just, you know, do that little bow to you. Like that's just, uh, that's just, it's, that's just amazing. But I think a lot of people in it that are listening, including myself might not exactly know what network marketing means exactly. If you could just explain a little bit about that. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because I was in the com- with the company for 10 years and I also mm-hmm. didn't have any clue of what that meant. And, a lot of people were like, oh, it's a pyramid scheme and things like that. And really what it what, what it is and it the design of the business model can be very fantastic if it's supported. Um, but what it is, is it's just a word of mouth. It's about connecting with people. It's about telling people about things that you love. So for example, that was a skincare company and it also had a wellness line. I loved that the wellness. And Mm -hmm. in my wellness practice, a lot of those products really worked. So that's how I got started with it. And then the more I told people and they shared it with their friends, they, um, if they decided they wanted to sell it, they would make a percentage of it. So it was kind of like a Salesforce team that was, was by choice. And that's how we all would make a percentage or a small percentage on what other people would sell. So that's network marketing in a very, very small fraction. And I think it's also can be called uh, relationship marketing as well. Um, I think that's a new term that some, some people are, are throwing around out there as well. Absolutely. And I think that's a big thing too, Joanne. I mean, even just like what we're doing right now and part of the reason why I started the um, Mama's Luncheon was I, I really missed community. I love to work with people. And a lot of times I work, you know, individual, but I love that group connection because we are humans and we need tribe. It's been proven science. Like it, we need it and we thrive on having community. And so network marketing isn't anything different than sharing with your mother or your sister or your best friend, something that you love. And network marketing, you get paid. But if you do that regularly, you don't. So some people have a difficult time with that because it's, oh, I'm getting a percentage of right. someone's sales or they're making money off of me. And that's like a whole other conversation in itself. Yeah. And, but, yeah, and I know a lot of people you know, out there have, got, have not been successful at network marketing. And like you said, have gone into a lot of debt. Um, but that's, we could spend two hours talking about that. I think what you are really good at is inspiring people to feel empowered. Cause I could feel that at, at our luncheons. And I tell you the timing of that lunch, uh, the mama's lunch was perfect for me because I was starting out and when you're a solopreneur, you just, there's just this overwhelming sense of loneliness Um, that you're in it alone. And I did, I didn't have my tribe and you always, I don't know if it's because we're women or what have you, but you always seek that tribe. And I've certainly found it at, at the mama's lunch. And so thank you for that. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I, I thought I might get emotional, but I'm like playing it. I'm like, (laughs) I can, I can cut it off, but We've had some real, you know, people break down within in our group. And I think it's it's a safe place where you could go and you can 
talk to the person next to you about some of your triumphs and some of the things that just really aren't working. Right. Um, and I think that's okay. I think a lot of people who go into business think it's, you know, all rosy and it's not, you're going to have some really tough days and some really great days. But um, I also wanted to ask you specifically, you said you had that bathroom moment. What helped you, were there any tools or techniques that you used to find what you really loved or you just had a gut feel this is it. Um, I got it. This is how I need to um, take care of myself. Sure. So I can remember I had just come home from doing an event, a, a spa event, and I felt really flat. I felt really um, just, just so sad deep inside of my in my bones. And I was in the bathroom getting ready to go to bed. And I just felt so sad. And I was sitting, sitting on the floor and I thought, what am I going to do with my life? And up to that point, I will say that I had done a lot of personal growth and development work. I had, um, really worked on myself. I always found books to be very inspiring. I surrounded myself with uh, authors and listening to audio tapes and went to every convention that I could possibly get my hands on or get to just to support me daily, really. And supporting my belief in who I was, what I had to add to this world that I, my life was here for a reason. And I always was seeking that. What is my purpose? What am I here for? And so at this moment in time, I remember it was actually in July and it was around Independence Day. And I thought, what is my independence? What am I feeling like I feel so good about? Why am I here? But I sat on the floor and the tears just flowed. And as I always do, keep my books around me just for support. And when I need them and when I'm feeling sad or feeling disconnected or not having the clarity of where I'm going, I ask the higher energies that could be God, angels, universe, whatever you want to call it. It really doesn't matter. It's just something to support us in what is the answer? What do we need to do? And so I remember opening the book and it was a John Maxwell book. And I thought, just give me something, give me something that feels better than this. What is my purpose? And I opened the book and the one line that I read, and maybe it was the only line that I read that night. I'm not really sure, but it said, if you don't like your life, change your attitude. And I thought, oh my gosh, you are so right. It's because I have absolute control. I'm not going to allow the world to dictate how I'm living. If I'm not happy with this career, then I get to change it. And that's a beautiful thing. It might take work. It might be painful, but I can change it. And so that night I went to bed and I thought, I'm going to change my attitude. I'm going to send love and kindness to my husband, who at that point we were married for about seven or eight years. And then I sent love to the little boy down the hall that we had just adopted from Russia. And I thought, he didn't ask me to be his mama. I have to show up and be the most loving, kind, understanding, patient mama 
but I have to work to be that person. So I have to send him love. And then most importantly, I had to send myself love. And I loved on me that at that moment for being in pain and me as a little girl for maybe not getting what I needed. And then me as the adult woman that I was about to become. And so I went to bed that night with peace and love in my heart. And that next day is when I started the beginning of my new journey as a holistic life coach and helping to inspire and empower other women who are looking for more in their life and just don't really know where the direction is they need to go and how to find that belief system and change their thoughts and their feelings and their um, action steps to actually make it work and make it happen for their life. And how long, about how long ago is that? That was, um, that was about 11 years ago, as a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah. And what have you learned? I mean, that's, so you've been doing this for over a decade now. (laughs) So (laughs) what have I learned? So, you know, again, coming from network marketing, there's a plan and a a marketing plan in place. It's a plug and play and they suggest, here's Mm -hmm. what you do. And then when you decide to go out on your own and do your own thing, it's really not as easy. (laughs) And it is learning how to put yourself out there. And I know Joanne, you and I've talked about that. It's different when you're marketing a product or someone else's thing versus your thing. And so I wasn't selling a tangible item any longer. I was selling a service, but I also had a soul, I had sold a service as a massage therapist and a wellness practitioner. So I knew that I could in the sense, because I took a lot of work to figure that one out that I needed to figure out how to sell this non-tangible item called personal growth and giving your life back, right? So I had to figure out how that equates to what do you want in life, right? You know? Exactly. It's hard, you know, it's hard because the emotional, when it's somebody else's product or company, it's the the emotional distance is greater when it's your own or your own self that you're promoting. The emotional distance is you. It's right there. Right. Um, and for me as a, a, a life coach, it makes me so sad when I see individuals that are spinning their wheels or that are in so much pain from maybe their past or their the self-talk story that they keep telling themselves that they're not worthy, they can't do this. Um, it, it hurts me. It's painful. I feel so helpless when they don't see themselves as worthy to get work done for them on themselves. And how, how do you help them through that? So a lot of times, again, it's, it's really starting from the, the be, starting at the end. Like, what is it they want? What do they want? What do they see? And helping them clear away the clutter so they can see the clearer picture of their desire and finding really what that feels like more than what it looks like. Because in a perfect world, we might have it all 
mapped out and designed up. But really what we feel is what we attract. So if we want to feel a certain way, I get them to tune into that feeling. So if you want to feel, it's very interesting, just even at our lunch the other day, um, I had everybody write their affirmation, what they want to feel. I am, and fill in the blank. And two of the gals wrote, I am abundant. And both of those gals won raffles. Yeah. (laughs) And the raffles were good. I was jealous. Yeah. So, but that, that's just a shift in a thought, right? So Mm -hmm. when I asked them to write what their affirmation was, I even prefaced it. Maybe it's something you're struggling with today. And so I think in those two women, they were, they were struggling with their feelings of not feeling abundant. And I would call that scarcity, right? So how do we shift that? So they then replaced it with, I am abundant. And their names got called, right? For the winning raffles. (laughs) I didn't connect that together until you said that now, but... Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And that's all energy. So what we think about, we put out there, we actually attract. So if you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm attracting really amazing people into my life. That's because you're looking for them. Mm-hmm. It's because that's the forefront of your mind. Does that mean that there's not so, I, mean, I think that everybody's amazing. Some just don't show it, <laughs> but those right. stumbling blocks come in too. And then I'm say, I'll say, what are you learning from them? What do you need to learn? There's a message, a lesson or a test within that individual. What are you going to get from it? Yeah, my, uh, for that lunch, mine was, I get things done because that's my negative self talk is that there aren't enough hours in the day. I can't get things done. There's always too much to do and I feel overwhelmed. So my affirmation is, you know, I get it done. It does happen might not happen as fast as I want, but it does, it does happen. Right. Right. So what, what else can you tell? So you had that moment at the, I love calling it the bathroom floor moment. Cause I think we've all have been there and 11 years late years later, um, you, you have this amazing business, uh, happening for yourself and I know that you moved from New York down to, down to Delaware as well. How, and other things have happened in the, in the last 11 years. Um, has anything significant happened to help you shift your business um, in other ways and other, other paths that you might not have expected since that bathroom floor moment 11 years ago? <laughs> that is fully loaded. Yeah. I just know your whole life story. (laughs) No, and you know what? And I teach from that. That's the authenticity. Um, Every moment that I experience, good, bad, or indifferent, I really take it Mm -hmm. in and I wonder like, okay, what am I learning from this moment? How can I help others with this moment? And so I come from that direction, one, mainly so I know that I'm not alone. And also, it's like that big sister feeling to say, I'm going to eventually meet up with his little sister 
and I'm going or a, a sister and I'm going to need to help her. So I'm going to take this knowledge and I'm going to pass it on. And so that's just been my style. It's just who I am. And it feels good because it gives me a purpose for all the pain. And so, yeah, so we went from that 11 years ago, um, Fast forward, we, I had my, I still maintained my wellness practice. And then I got, I told you my first guy was adopted. And then crazy eight years later, I got pregnant and I was 41. And I thought, oh my goodness, like, is this guy fooling me? Is this a trick? I had prayed for this moment for so long. And so Lo and behold, I did get pregnant and it was a super duper surprise. And I had to embrace that kind of like, you know, when you pray for something for so long and then you get it, how do you appreciate it? Now it's 10 years later, you know, or however many years at that point. And so I had to feel the gratitude and, and step into the gratitude of that. Not to say I wasn't going to, wasn't excited, but because it wasn't on my terms now, it was different, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got on, uh, put on bed rest, which was another very interesting life lesson of staying calm and, and um, quiet. And then the other part about that is what do you learn when, you're, when your hands are tied, right? So how are you going to show up? How are you going to turn this lemons into lemonade? How are you going to make this a better story for yourself while you're down and out? So then lo and behold, the baby came and it was amazing. And then my husband said to me, Hey, hon, we need to move to California. So you need to just close up your practice because I, at this point had to have other people working in my practice for me, um, Uh because I was on bed rest and I, we moved across the country and now I lost my complete, we moved to San Francisco, which was only supposed to be for a year and then turned Mm -hmm. to be two years. And I lost my complete identity of what I knew and how I knew how to do it. And so I learned really fast, but hard. It felt like forever. While I was out there, I was not Elizabeth Sanchez with a a thriving business. (laughs) I was Elizabeth Sanchez with a newborn baby and a nine-year-old, I think, at that time. And I had no friends. I had no support. And what was I going to do? What was I going to do with my skills now? So I had to figure that out. And so I feel like what happened at that time is when some t- when life doesn't go your way, you get stripped. And if you get stripped of what is, you dig deep for what your best self is and who you are and how do you want to show up to the world. And you just keep showing up. And you just keep showing up and you just keep figuring it out. Every day, it might look something different, but you're not attached because guess what? Nobody knows. It's who you are. And that's what you get to put out there. Who do you want the the world to see? Do you want to see a moaning, whining, postpartum mama? Or do you want to say like, you know what? This is how I want to be. This is what I'm working towards. And so you figure that out and what feels best for you. Yeah, I'm thinking as as we're talking and um, imagining myself in that in that situation because it it must have been pretty devastating to be. It's hard being a mom, no matter you know 
at what age, how the circumstances, it's pretty overwhelming. And to have your support um, cut off must have been overwhelming too. Um, and then, and then what happened? Did you start a business out there or did you uh, take a little break and come back? Yeah, that actually was when I uh, had turned my business into an online forum um, that I was able to do Skype calls uh, or Zoom calls with clients. And it gave me the awareness that I, because I was a very touchy feely, like you needed to come into my office to work with me. Mm -hmm. And up to that point, that's all I knew for, I don't know, 20 years or however many years it was at that point. Um, so it shifted the way that I'd worked and now I wasn't a massage therapist. Now I was able to just fully focus on the holistic life coaching and so it took me out of, because I, you know what, quite honestly, Joanne, I don't know that I would have ever how to close my practice, but I knew it was my next phase in, in life and how I was better serving others rather than the one-to-one. I love the group. I do a lot of group um, workshops and meetings and things like that. Right. So it just helps. It helped me to know that it was possible. Yeah, that's terrific. I think, you know, sometimes when you're in the weeds, it's hard to uh, figure out that there's other ways, and especially in today's day and age, there's always a way to connect and find different ways of meeting your clients. And I think that to me, keeping an open mind to abundance, or that's what abundance is, is in a way for me, where you just have to open yourself up to other ways of doing things. And it's not always the way that you think it's going to happen. Right. Right. Um, that takes time. <laughs> it, it does take time because um, we live in a world where we want everything right now. And it, you feel pretty down when it doesn't happen right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the key thing too. It's something else that I teach my clients is that it's not, so don't be attached to the, the outcome, be attached to the feeling of what you desire. So at that point, living in California, walking alongside of half moon Bay, praying to my angels and guides to support me and help me find what it was that was going to happen in my life. I ask for joy. I ask for peace. I asked for love. I asked for a higher vibration than what I was feeling at that moment. It wasn't like I needed money or friends or I just needed a vibration. I needed a feeling and I didn't want the feeling that I was feeling, right? I wanted more life. I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to be connected and feel good about where I was. So that's why I'm so fully into teaching people on the vibration of what they feel like. And that's what I was going to ask you. Was, uh, um, what do you, when you say vibration, just for people who don't understand or can you give like a, specific. Yeah. So everything is yeah. energy. Everything. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this, the seat that you're sitting on has energy. Um, the water that you drink has energy. Everything has energy. And so as humans, 
our thoughts, our energy. So if I'm thinking, oh, I'm sad, I'm not worthy, I stink, I'm a failure, I'm a terrible mom, I'm a terrible wife, it's a vibration. And it's how you show up. So then all of a sudden you show up at a meeting or you show up to dinner with your family and those thoughts might just be in your body. The energy that radiates from your body is received from those people, whether you like it or not. So you, it's, it's just an energy. They might not even know, uh, well, let's, let's put it to, to this way. Have you ever gone into a place where you thought, Ooh, that person just doesn't, I don't know why. I just don't really like that person. Have you ever had that feeling, Joanne? No, never. Okay. Like, Ooh, I'm not sure about that person. I, I've been in the, you know, in, in corporate uh, world for a long time. And yeah, you do. Uh, one of the things that you have to do is read the room. And, uh, you know, I guess at the time I was reading people's vibrations. That I just didn't, wasn't consciously aware of that. Right. But I think um, one of the things I'm an introvert too. Um, I, I don't know if I'm shy or not, but I'm definitely an introvert. And one of the things that I've learned about networking is that you have to kind of find people that you like their energy somehow and then go talk to them. Because I, I feel like if you have a good feeling about their energy, then you're going to, you know, talk to them or they're, they're more receptive to talking to you. Because I think when you go to a networking event, you're afraid people aren't going to want to talk to you or dismiss you or, you know, something like that, which is all in your head, by the way, yeah. people come to talk to, to other people, but if you're giving off an energy that, yeah, I want to talk to everybody. I'm here to have a great time and this is going to be fun. I don't care who I meet. I just want to hear other people's stories. Then, then you have that energy that's reciprocated on the other end with another person. And it's, it's taken me a while um, a long time to stay away from, you know, the bar, the food <laughs> section at a networking event and hide away and instead of trying to be a little bit more, uh, you know, captivating. So I think that is certainly true. What, everything that you just said about energy um, in real life and, and in one in that situation, certainly you could feel negative energy where, you know, there's, you could tell when you're at, like a really high intense networking event, which I hate that there's just some people that look at your name tag and you know, they're, I'm not the one they want to talk to, but just right. And, but you know what, there's nothing wrong with that in the sense that you don't want to waste your time talking to the wrong people either. So if you Mm -hmm. approach it as, you know, I'm, I'm going to go and talk to the most amazing people that I can collaborate and connect with. And you put that thought forward before you enter the room, you have an expectation of, I'm going to go find the amazing people that are easy to talk with and that we can collaborate or whatever you have your goal or desire for. And so then non-coincidentally, and some people call it coincidence, I call it just the universe working with you as a partner, you get caught, you get connected to those people. 
And I think that that's the key thing. And even like in the mama's group, I had just put out everybody fill out this information. And the, the questionnaire has like 12 or 13 questions in it. And really the main thing, and even whenever I have anybody fill out anything, it's really for the person who's filling it out because how often it's in our head. But then when we start to really write it, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is what I do. Or, oh my gosh, this is what I want. And that just shifts the energy completely within your body. And then you get real with yourself. Like, oh, I get it. Or maybe some people go, I don't even know what I want, Elizabeth. But that's when I go, well, you do know what you don't want, right? You do know you don't want to talk to people who are what time wasters or who are whining or can't see past themselves, right? <laughs> so let's just shift that. Wow, Elizabeth, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for having me. I really want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully we could do this again soon. Hey, ladies, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Elizabeth Sanchez. You can reach her at www.elizabethasanchez.com. I'll have more information in the show notes. You could also visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash women interviews. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me. Happy to have someone um, as a guest. If you have any show ideas, just let me know. Again, I'd really like to thank our sponsor, Interviews. You can reach them at www.interviews.com. Ladies, we got this, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.